Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Entrepreneurs like Kim Kardashian and Rihanna, whose beauty brands have made hundreds of millions of dollars, are following a trail blazed by one Madam C.J. Walker a century ago. Some reports claim Walker was the first Black woman to build a million-dollar fortune, but Guinness World Records lists Walker as the first self-made woman millionaire, period. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke with Alelia Bundles, Walker's great-great-granddaughter and biographer. She said, For a woman in business and who launched her product before women had the right to vote is pretty extraordinary. Walker was the daughter of sharecroppers, yet still built a national brand, empowered hundreds of women, and became a philanthropist and civil rights activist. The Netflix miniseries Self Made, starring Octavia Spencer, is loosely based on her life story. So, who was she? The woman we know as Madam C.J. Walker was born Sarah Breedlove on a Louisiana cotton plantation in 1867. The fifth child of Owen and Minerva Breedlove, who once had been enslaved, Sarah was the first of her siblings to be born free. Her early years in Louisiana were full of struggle, and Sarah was an orphan by the age of seven, so she went to live with her older sister and her husband. In 1877, the family moved to Vicksburg, Mississippi, where young Sarah picked cotton and did domestic work. At age 14, she married Moses McWilliams to escape the hard labor and her brother-in-law, who mistreated her. Her only child, Lelia, who later changed her name to Alelia Walker, was born in June of 1885. When her husband died in 1887, she moved to St. Louis, where her brothers were working as barbers. She started doing laundry, earning $1.50 a day, which allowed Walker and her daughter to attend school. By the 1890s, her hair started falling out due to a scalp condition. There were very few hair care products designed for women of African descent at the time, and hair loss was a big problem, Bundles says. So Walker searched for a way to cure her hair loss. She tried the Puro hair care line, made by another Black woman entrepreneur, and it helped. She sold Puro for 18 months while experimenting with her own hair-growing formula. In 1906, she wed Charles Joseph C.J. Walker, a sales and advertising man in Denver. He helped her with marketing strategies and business ideas, and both these and his name were useful. That same year, she changed her name from Sarah Breedlove to Madam C.J. Walker and launched Madam C.J. Walker's wonderful hair grower. Bundle said, she was one of the women who was a pioneer in a multi-million dollar cosmetics and hair care industry. In 1906, when she founded her company, there was no national distribution for hair care and cosmetics, like when women like Elizabeth Arden created her brand. To promote their products, she and CJ traveled the South for 18 months, selling door-to-door and doing demonstrations, mostly in churches. Convinced by Walker's before-and-after photos, women snapped up tins of her hair grower for 50 cents apiece. By 1908, Walker was earning the equivalent of $150,000 a year in today's money. And she liked to say, there would be no hair-growing industry if I hadn't invented it. The exact recipe is lost to time, but the original formula included coconut oil, beeswax, petrolatum, which is similar to petroleum jelly, copper sulfate, precipitated sulfur, and a violet scent. A coconut oil is a favorite in hair care today, but the key ingredient was likely sulfur, which had been used in scalp and hair preparations for years. 
A 2019 study found that an oral form of sulfur, known as MSM, supported the growth of healthy hair and fingernails, likely because it boosts the development of keratin, a protein necessary for growing hair, skin, and nails. But back to Madam Walker. Her Walker system included a vegetable-based shampoo and glossine, which helped smooth hair pressed with her newly designed hot comb. By 1911, Walker Incorporated then recruited and trained black women agents who she called beauty culturists in major cities. However, as Walker's success grew, her marriage deteriorated. After she caught CJ in an affair, she divorced him in 1912. By this time, she lived in Indianapolis, a Midwestern hub of transit and black American life. She hobnobbed with newspaper publishers and eventually became allied with influential politicians and activists, including Ida B. Wells, W.E.B. Du Bois, Mary McLeod Bethune, and Booker T. Washington, who was one of the most influential black men in the country at that time. In 1916, she settled in New York's Harlem, then the epicenter of black American culture. She and her daughter, then Alelia Walker Robinson, opened a posh salon featuring sweeping columns, velvet seating, parquet floors, and a grand piano in the lobby. In 1917, Walker hosted her first national convention for beauty culturists in Philadelphia. Besides inspiring her agents to sell more, she encouraged them to support charitable causes through the Madam C.J. Walker Benevolent Association. Walker donated money to black colleges and gave to the NAACP's anti-lynching fund. Bundles said she visited the White House in 1917 with a group to try to persuade President Woodrow Wilson to support legislation to make lynching a federal crime. In the early 20th century, there were hundreds and hundreds of lynchings, and African-American men were targeted. In 1918, Walker moved into the Villa Lawaro, a mansion she had built in Irvington-on-Hudson, about 45 minutes north of Manhattan. With some 20,000 square feet, that's about 1,900 square meters, spread over 34 rooms and expansive views of the Hudson River, the home, designed by African-American architect Vertner Woodson Tandy Sr., was a marvel. Sadly, she didn't get to enjoy it for long. Walker died in 1919 at just 52 years old. In her obituary, W.E.B. Du Bois wrote, It is given to few persons to transform a people in a generation. Yet this was done by the late Madam C.J. Walker. Her daughter, Alelia, went on to be the most prominent socialite in the Harlem Renaissance, facilitating art and culture in her Villa Luaro and beyond. Though the mansion fell out of the family after Alelia's death, it was designated a National Historic Landmark in 1976 and has largely been restored by Ambassador Harold E. Doley Jr. and his wife, who lived there from 1993 to 2018. Dolly, a retired investment banker and the first African-American to own his own seat in the New York Stock Exchange, had a toy model of Villa Luaro as a boy. In late 2018, Rich Dennis, the Sundial brand's hair care magnate who invented the Shea Moisture line, acquired the home. Dennis worked with Sephora to launch a Walker Beauty Culture hair care line in 2016, and he planned to use Villa Luaro as a think tank and base for his New Voices Foundation to support women of color entrepreneurs. More than a dozen books and movies have featured Walker and her rise to riches and fame. Bundles wrote her Columbia University master's thesis on her great-great-grandmother and has authored four books on her life based on her research and family archives, including 50,000 documents and photographs. In 2001, she published her biography, On Her Own Ground, The Life and Times of Madam C.J. Walker. 
During her time as an entrepreneur, Walker employed 40,000 Black men and women in the United States, Central America, and the Caribbean, and she founded a National Association for Black Cosmetics Manufacturers in 1917. Before her death, she updated her will, leaving two-thirds of future net profits to charity, as well as thousands to several individuals and schools. After her death, her daughter worked to complete a bustling center for the Black community that she had started in Indianapolis, where Madame Walker's business was still headquartered. Opened in 1927, uh, during a time when Black Americans were often turned away or charged extra or relegated to second-tier service at many businesses, the Walker Building featured professional offices, a drugstore, a restaurant and coffee shop, a theater, a ballroom, and, of course, a salon and beauty school. Now a National Historic Landmark, it stands today as an educational and cultural center and, to quote the Madam Walker Legacy Center website, a beacon of pride, hope, and the beauty that lies in diversity. Today's episode is based on the article, Black Hair Care Made Madam C.J. Walker America's First Self-Made Female Millionaire, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Maria C. Hunt. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang and Ramsey Yemp. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.